Welcome to Business Resilience Decoded, from Disaster Recovery Journal and its flawless business resilience. Now, here's your host, Vanessa Vaughn. Welcome to Business Resilience Decoded. I am your host, Vanessa Vaughn, the founder and resilience officer of Asphalus Advisors. We have a dynamic guest lined up for you today speaking on the topic of optimizing your multi-tier recovery strategy. So let's jump right in and meet Joseph George, the Vice President of Global Recovery Services from SunGuard Availability Services. Joseph, thank you so much for joining us today. Good morning, Vanessa. Thank you very much for having me on. So can you tell our listeners more about you and how you got into the world of business continuity and disaster recovery? Sure. I've been at SunGuard AS for just over five years. My background is in product management, spent several years at companies like NetIQ and Tivoli Software acquired by IBM, focused more around production systems and performance and availability of production systems. With SunGuard AS, I've been responsible for recovery systems. So this includes both traditional as well as cloud-based recovery, all the way from replication of data, backup of data to recovery of systems as well. It's almost like the second side to the coin, right? One side is all around keeping your production systems up and running. And the second is when your production systems go down, how do you recover and bring your businesses back up as quickly as possible? From that perspective, there's a lot of talk in the industry around high availability and disaster recovery. So can you help our listeners understand what is the difference between high availability and disaster recovery? Sure. So high availability is all about building fault tolerance and resilience into your production systems. So typically what that means is you've got synchronous data replication and you're protecting against situations like hardware failure, right? So you can almost think of them as having multiple nodes and if one or two nodes fail, the other nodes can take over and continue operations. Now, the problem, though, is HA systems by definition are expensive. So you typically can't afford them for your all your applications. It makes sense for your most mission-critical and business-critical applications. So for those Tier 2, Tier 3, Tier 4 types of systems, typically DR, disaster recovery, is a more cost-effective strategy at, at, at resilience. The other piece to also realize is that HA systems can protect you against certain types of outages, but if you have a disaster that takes out your production system and all your nodes in your HA system, then you really need that plan B or plan C in order to recover. And that's where DR systems come into play as well. So it's not really about one or the other. You need a comprehensive strategy that includes both. And that's the way that you can, you can make sure that you're resilient for different types of outages. That's a good point. So from that perspective, how can organizations optimize the effectiveness and the return on their investment of a multi-tier recovery strategy? Yeah, the, the key thing to realize, Vanessa, is especially with digital transformation, organizations are increasingly dependent on, on the uptime and resilience of their IT systems. So if the IT system goes down, you know, typically the, the business can't operate anymore, right? We've seen that in multiple industries, the airline industry, for example, right, when they have IT outages, all those flights are grounded, right? And until those systems are back up, they're not able to operate. So what that means is, as an enterprise, you've really got to focus on your production resiliency, try and prevent them from going down. But it's, it's, it's a case of when those systems are going to fail. Production systems will fail. And when they do fail, you want to make sure you've got recovery investments and plans in place. And no two applications are created the same, right? Different applications have different requirements. You need to tie your recovery strategy to the business impact of your applications. 
So those business applications that are mission critical, business critical, where you can only afford minutes or hours of, of downtime or data loss, you have a completely different strategy and different cost proposition than those applications that can afford maybe a couple of days of downtime. You know, those are less business critical. And therefore, you really need to tier your applications and make sure that you're planning a recovery strategy based on those application tiers. Does that make sense? It makes sense. So I'm interested in your thoughts to the next question. Should businesses have both high availability and disaster recovery solutions in place? Absolutely. Right. So for those systems where you cannot afford anything more than uh, a, a few seconds of downtime, where a system outage has to be as seamless as possible, you've got to have those HA investments in place. Right. It's, it's, those are too business critical for you to put just a recovery solution in place. But for those tier three, tier four applications, it's much more cost effective to have a recovery solution. Now, the other thing to realize is for your HA systems, as I discussed earlier, if you've got an outage that takes out your production center completely, then you've really got to be able to have some sort of disaster recovery plan. Otherwise, your business will cease to operate, right? If, 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 if your HA system goes and you have no plan B. The other piece to also realize is today with threats like ransomware, typically your only solution is to go back to older copies of data, sometimes before you were infected, or in other cases, depending on the type of ransomware, before uh, you were infected. And for those types of attacks, you have to resort to your disaster recovery system, sometimes even your backup systems, to be able to go back and, and recover your system effectively. So even for your most business-critical applications, you've got to have a plan B and a plan C in place. And for your less business-critical applications, DR is usually a, a more cost-effective solution than implementing HA. That makes sense. And so going along with the discussion on the, the plan B, what are the top considerations companies should take into account as designing their recovery strategy? So, so number one, as mentioned earlier, make sure you understand your recovery requirements, which is tied to your business impact of your applications. If you don't understand which applications are mission critical versus business critical, uh, you've got to make sure you do a business impact analysis and be able to understand that. So that's number one. Make sure you have your tiers in place. The second piece is understanding how those business applications map to your IT systems, right? So those application dependencies are important. If you have, you know, if you recover 99% of your application components, but for example, if your Active Directory server is not recovered, then guess what? Your end users are not able to access the application, right? So understanding all those dependencies and recovering all those dependencies is critical. Sort of the third element, once you've understood the tiers and understood the dependencies, is putting the right recovery strategy and solution in place. So this is designing the right solution for your tier zero, tier one applications. The type of solution you have will be very different, right? You're going to use typically continuously replicated data, orchestrated recovery uh, with always on or readily available compute. For your tier three, tier four systems, you might be relying on backups, right? So the solution that you employ for data protection and recovery is going to be very different depending on your application tier and your strategy. Number four, you've got to make sure you test your recovery plans. So you can have the best strategy in place. You might have implemented the best solution, but unless you're testing and, and you know that you can recover, it's not likely that you're going to be successful. So think of it almost like an athlete building muscle memory. It's all about the technology, the people, process, making sure everything is, is aligned and that you're ready for a disaster. And last but not least is making sure that you keep up with changes in your production. So it's one thing to define a strategy and put in place, but as soon as your production changes, which we know happens all the time, you've got to go back and update your recovery systems as well. So the recovery lifecycle element is, is something that you can't uh, ignore as well. So those are the elements for making sure that, that you've got a good strategy and you're protected. So there's a lot of different solutions that are out there today. How can businesses decide which solution to use? 
Sure. So at the end of the day, you've, you've got to determine, is this something that you're going to address yourself, right? Is this something that you do yourself and, and acquire the technologies and build that capability in-house? And, and for that, you've got to look at the skills that you have internally, right? Are, are you better off spending those skills and, and focusing on production and mission critical needs? Or do you try and outsource that and have service providers like SunGuard AS, right, that do this for a living, that have the experience, are they better off at addressing it? So that's, that's a decision you've got to make, number one. And then once you do that, if you're going with a service provider, you've got to make sure the provider has got the expertise and the experience. You've got to look at their SLAs. Are these SLAs that, you know, service level agreements that they have uh, financial penalties around? And is this something that they can they can prove based on their track record of, of being able to, to recover your system successfully? If you're doing it yourself, then again, back to the previous discussion, make sure you understand what your budget is, what do you actually want, which is different from what you need. What you need depends on your business critical applications and what those tiers are. And then what can you afford, right? Based on what you can afford, you've got to right size your technology investment and make sure you've got the right solution in place. So hopefully that helps in, in helping uh, the listeners determine what, what solution and what approach to take. Yeah, so I think you definitely did an excellent job of helping to explain from a strategic perspective as well as tactical. So for those of our listeners that may be looking for a new recovery strategy, I definitely recommend taking a listen to this podcast, but then also sharing it with your leadership team so that we can help to educate them on the process. So with that being said, do you have any published materials that you can share with our listeners? Sure, Vanessa. I, I have written multiple articles in, in the area of disaster recovery and resilience. I've been published a num- number of times on DRJ, so you can go to drj.com, DRJ Publications. Uh, I've got a list of publications on my LinkedIn profile, and, and of course, visit the SunGuard AS website. We've got blogs there, plenty of articles from me and colleagues as well. We, we've got a number of experts at SunGuard AS that, that can help you and guide you through any questions you might have here. Fantastic. Well, there you have it. Thank you for tuning in to Business Resilience Decoded with the Disaster Recovery Journal and as Follis Advisors. Please listen, please share, and please subscribe. Look out for future episodes. Business Resilience Decoded is produced and edited by John Seals. For more information, visit drj.com slash decoded and asfollisadvisors.com slash decoded. Write to us on Twitter at drdecoded. decoded.